0: Hey, this is just a reminder, Thanksgiving Day, great day, big day, Black Friday, even bigger day, Small Business Saturday, love that day, and Cyber Monday, although we have moved to cyber every day. But Tuesday is a special day, and I want to remind you to participate in Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday is a day that has been designated to give to nonprofits and other organizations that are a blessing to people, and there's no better place to make an investment than here on our campus, the Good Hope Church, and Hope for Families. Over the last year, this partnership has allowed us to serve over a million and a half pounds of food. Thousands of families have been blessed because of the work here. And there are new initiatives that are on the way that you can partner with us to help make a reality Our youth diversionary program project. Hope is just launching. It's getting off the ground We already have kids that are coming in and we're working with their families to help get them on the path of healing and wholeness So they can be the most productive citizens they can possibly be and then in addition to that we are just about to launch our Mobile Legal Clinic, where we'll be going into neighborhoods, not asking people to come to us, but going to people to help them in some basic legal issues that they are dealing with, whether it's wills, how to handle probate, you name it, we're going to be addressing it, helping to focus people, helping to direct people to get the help that they need. All of that and more is happening because of the work of Hope for Families and Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. So this Giving Tuesday, Tuesday, November the 30th, make an investment, a special gift to Hope for Families, our 501c3, or the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. God bless. is the day the Lord has made. Come on, let's rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Dr. D.Z. Cofield, senior pastor here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church of Houston, Texas. Man, I want to thank you today for the privilege of your time. Thank you for being with us on today, giving us an opportunity to inform your head, inspire your heart, and encourage your spirit to become all that God wants you to be. Remember, you're not watching to make me a big preacher or us to be a big church. Man, we're here to help you become the biggest and best Christian you can possibly be. So again, thank you for the privilege of your time. Now, if you like us, love us, share us with family members and friends, let them know there's never been a better time for hope. In the midst of everything that we're going through, I want to encourage you, with the simple truths of the Word of God so that you can put it into practice in your daily living. Not just to feel good, but to become the best that you can be. So you can walk in victory and not defeat. You can walk in power and not weakness. You can walk in the strength that God provides in His Word. Our Scripture reading today comes from Romans chapter 12. We're going to conclude our series today being a believer every day and we've been parked in romans chapter 12 for the last several weeks romans chapter 12 let's start at verse 18 and we'll read down through verse 21 do all that you can to live in peace with everyone dear friends never take revenge leave that to the righteous anger of god for the scriptures say i will take revenge i will pay them back says the lord instead if your enemies are hungry feed them if they are thirsty Give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. I have read for you Romans chapter 12, verses 18 through 21. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's go to God in prayer. Ask god's blessings on our time father thank you and bless you for this day we pray now god that everything that we share on this day that it would be pleasing in your sight and they would challenge your people to become all that you desire us to be have your way lord with both the preacher and those who are hearing the preaching wherever they are whatever time of day they hear it god i pray that your Holy Spirit would anoint and move in a powerful way, that your word would not return void. We love you, and we ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, I know it's the Sunday after Thanksgiving, so listen, some family members are still with you, and we praise God for you. Thank those of you who are watching and visiting with us, and hopefully you have gotten over that... gluttonous lag that comes with Thanksgiving, you know, when you just want to lay around and just relax and chill, it's almost time to get back to normal, right? Get back to work. Well, I have a word for you today that I hope and pray will encourage you as we conclude our series, Being a Believer Every Day. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your gifts. It's not too late. For those of you who want to give to that special Thanksgiving offering, to bless our mission work locally, nationally, and internationally. Uh, We have couples who are on the mission field. We have not just couples from our church, we have others that we are supporting. And man, I would love for you to be a partner with this. And and here's what we do, some people may not like it, I understand it, uh, but we have people on the mission field and we give, give directly to those couples. We don't have to go through an agency to bless them. We can go directly through those couples, those people who we know have integrity, who have made a sacrifice to go across the water, to share the gospel, to teach and train, to edify and evangelize. And I'm so grateful to God for that. And we are in the business of supporting them. If you'd like to join us in that, We would love to have you join us in it. All right? Let's get ready to worship the Lord in song. Listen, join in, participate, give God some praise wherever you are, on whatever platform you are watching, on whatever device you are watching. Give God the praise he so richly deserves.
1: Amen. We've come this morning to give God praise, to give him worship, and to bless his name. We honor you, Father. Thank you for this day that you have made. We've come to worship you. Come on, everybody sing it. Whoa, say Jesus. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the
2: praise.
1: Say Jesus. I give you. The glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. Yes. Say Jesus. I give you I give glory. glory give you, give honor. you honor give you the praise I, praise. I, come, I come to worship you to worship hallelujah worship you. oh lord i come, oh lord, I come to, worship. to worship to worship you can we do that one more time y'all yes say jesus give you the glory Give you the honor, I give you the praise. Nobody but give you the glory. Give you the honor, give you the praise. Say it again, say Jesus. I give you glory. Give you the honor, give you the praise. I come, oh yes, I come. The words of you, you. Oh, Lord, I come. oh Lord, I come, oh yes, I come. Let's give Him the highest praise, everybody! Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Give me the glory! I give you the praise! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. We'll give you the honor! I've come to worship you come on three Just parts y'all oh lord yes i've come to worship you let's take it up y'all Yeah, say jesus i give you glory i give you honor give you the praise yes yeah. say jesus i give you give the honor Lord, give you the praise. Say it again. Say, Jesus, I give you. Give me the honor. Give you the praise. i come. Oh, yes, I've come to worship you. Oh Lord, oh, Lord, I come. Oh, yes, I've
2: come to
1: worship you. Come on, let's give him praise one more time, y'all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give me the glory. glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give me the praise. Hallelujah. 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 Give me the honor. I come. come. Oh, yes, I've come to worship worship you. you. Oh, Oh, Lord, I come. Yes, I've come. Let's take it out here, y'all, to worship you. Yeah. 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 I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I give you glory. I
2: give you the glory. I give you the honor.
1: I give you the praise. Yes, I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you all the praise. from the rising, rising of the sun, to the going down of the same. My hands are raised. My voice is lifted. I gotta give you the praise. Yeah, when, when, when I think of your goodness. Everything you've done for me, my soul cries hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I give you glory. I give you you honor. I give you the the praise. Yeah, come on, y'all. Say, I come. I come. Hallelujah. To To worship you. Yeah. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah.
3: How many of you know that the Lord will make a way over and over again? Oh, we bless your name, Jesus. We know you're making a way. Don't know how, but you did it. Yes. Standing here, not knowing how we'll get through this test. But holding on to faith you know best Nothing can catch you by surprise You've got this figured out And you're watching us now And when it looks as if we can't win You wrap us in your arms and step in Everything we need you supplied You've got this in control And now we know that you made a way When our backs were against the wall And it looked as if it was over Lord, you, you made a way And we're standing here Only because you made a way Yes, you did, God Oh, made a way And now we're here Looking back from where we come from Because of you and nothing we've done To deserve the love and mercy you've shown. But your grace was strong enough to pick us up, and you, you made a way. When our backs were against the wall, oh Lord, Lord, you, you made a way, yes, and we're standing. Cause you, made, you made a way made a way when I backs were against the wall and it looked as if it was over Lord you, you made a way and we're standing here only because you made a way You move mountains You cause walls to fall With your power Perform miracles There is nothing That's impossible And we're standing here Only because you made a way You move mountains You cause walls to fall with Your power, you perform miracles. The There's, nothing There's nothing that's impossible. You impossible. No, no, no. no. You yeah. You Cause you made you made a way, yeah. yeah come on say that you
2: yeah.
3: Oh, Lord, yeah Come on and raise that up
2: you made a way, don't know how,
3: don't know how, don't know how, don't know how, but you did did. it, don't know how, and I don't know why, but I'm grateful that you did it. you made a way, and I'm standing here only because you made a way, standing here only because you made a way, thank you Jesus, oh, bless your name.
0: Lord have mercy come on how many of you can testify you can rejoice that the Lord made a way that's a shouting moment right there man you ought to tell somebody like shouting John hold my mule God made a way didn't have to do it but he did God kept you God blessed you he raised you he made a way hallelujah somebody Come on, somebody put in the chat, hallelujah. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way out of no way. You didn't see a way out, but God made a way out. You was wondering, trying to figure it out. And while you were trying to figure it out, God was already working it out. He made a way. Come on, give God some praise right now because he made a way. Put some hearts, put some chat uh, claps, put put something in the, in the chat to let us know that you know God made a way for you. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Let's go to God and pray and ask God's blessings on our time today. God, we thank you for your word. We pray now that everything that we do and everything that we say, that it will glorify you and edify your people. Bless now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So one of the things that I have learned in examining and looking at different kinds of fighting that goes on in wars, for example. uh, There are some pilots who may fly over and drop bombs, right? Uh, There are ground troops who may fire artillery from a prescribed distance. Uh, But it gets real deadly when you get into hand-to-hand combat, right? When, when you can look your enemy in the eye and, and now it's mano y mano, it's man on man, right? It's person on person and, and you are doing a, a battle with, with this individual. This is not, you know, your side against my side. Uh, this is not dropping bombs on people that I can't see. This is face-to-face, hand-to-hand combat. And my brothers and sisters, that's the kind of fighting that Paul is talking about as we conclude Romans chapter 12. He's literally talking about spiritual hand-to-hand combat. But here's what's interesting. The hand-to-hand, face-to-face combat that uh, Paul is talking about is not with somebody else, it's with ourselves. Paul is saying we have a battle going on. And while many times we look at the enemies on the outside that we're doing battle with, Paul says you've got to learn how to recognize the enemy that you are doing battle with that lives on the inside. How do you fight the battle and win the battle against your flesh? Remember Paul in Romans chapter 7 says that there's a war going on in our members. There's a war going on within us. Uh, The good that we should do, we don't do. The evil that we shouldn't do, that's what we find ourselves doing. There's a battle going on. When I would do good, evil is always present. There's a battle going on. And Paul says, you and I have to learn how to discipline ourselves and win the battle against ourselves if we're going to fulfill our potential in Jesus Christ. Today, for a few moments... I want to conclude our series, Being a Believer Every Day, and I want to deal with part four of this little message that we started several weeks ago, living to win the fight against your flesh. Living to win the fight against your flesh. Uh, This text, Romans chapter 12, especially the latter part of the chapter, challenges us to realize we can't live for God if we're not willing to fight against our flesh. Uh, The flesh is always going to move counter to faith. Flesh is always going to seek gratification at the expense of having faith in God. And you can't live for God and not be committed to fighting against your flesh. So Paul shifts from talking about how we are to interact with God to how we are to interact with other believers to how we are to interact with our enemies on the outside. And now in verse 21, he seals the conversation by talking about how we need to do battle with the enemy within. Is the first thing I want you to see when we talk about living to win the fight against your flesh, part four. Number one, you must always live in a way to make sure evil doesn't rule over your life. You must always live in a way to make sure evil doesn't rule over your life. The A part of verse 21, Romans chapter 12, the ESV translation says, Do not be overcome by evil. The New Living Translation says, don't let evil conquer you. Don't let evil conquer you. There are people who are always looking for something to be upset about. You know somebody, hopefully it's not you, who walks around as a perpetual victim. They take no responsibility for their attitude or their actions. They're always blaming somebody else for what they are dealing with, what they are going through, what they are facing, or the burden that they are carrying. And Paul basically challenges us that when we get to that place, we cannot allow evil to conquer us or rule us. Uh, the word evil there's an interesting word Uh, because it it indicates good that is lacking in a person. It's not the effect of evil being shown to somebody else. It's really speaking to a a person who is bad in character, Uh, bad in terms of their morality and their way of thinking and their feelings or in their actions. He's basically saying, look, You can't let evil overcome you. He's not even at the place right now in terms of the statement where he's saying whether or not you do evil, he's really talking about who you are. Now, let me be honest with you. If you're really going to examine your life to see whether or not you are an evil person, person or you have some evil tendencies or you have some mean hurtful things that are within you you've got to examine yourself according to the word of god and not according to yourself uh here's why proverbs 23 7 the king james or new king james translation says in the a part for as he thinks in his heart so is he i i, I really listen with the thousands of people I've met in my lifetime, I can pretty much count on one hand with the thousands of people that I've met the people who have actually said uh, man, I'm mean I'm nasty, you don't want to deal with me, right I've got some character flaws, i got some issues i got to work on Typically we, we all think we're pretty good people and we, we all think we're pretty good You know, and please don't ask us if we're as good as somebody else, because our answer is going to be yes. See, here's a simple principle that I've learned in life. As an instructor, as a teacher, whether it was middle school, high school, college, graduate school, simple principle I always practice with my students. I never let a person grade their own exam. Because you know what I figured out? Whenever you grade your own exam, you're going to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. And if you have to choose between B and A, you're going to take an A. And if you have to choose between an F or D, you sure enough going to take a D. I've had people who mistakenly graded their own quizzes, mistakenly graded their own quizzes. You know, you like exchange your quiz with somebody. They mistakenly graded their own quizzes and they could explain A wrong, true, false answer. It was just true or false. One is true, the other one's false. You pick the one, it's either right or wrong. No, they could explain even that when they made the wrong choice. Here's my point. Paul says, you've got to recognize that evil is trying to conquer you. Don't let evil conquer you. So maybe that's the first thing I need to let somebody know. Evil is trying to conquer you. Evil is trying to have its way in your life. I've got some Bible to back me up. Go to Genesis chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Let me give you a little context to the content. Now, Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have gotten a man with the help of of the Lord. And again, she bore his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep and Cain a worker of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground and Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions." And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry, and why has your face fallen? Verse 7, if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. Now, it's immediately after this admonition from God that Cain kills his brother Abel. He is angry, but he's not angry at himself for bringing a substandard offering to God. He is angry with Abel for making him look bad. I don't have time to talk about taking responsibility for your own actions, but here's the point I want to make with this text today. Verse 7 says, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you. Sin is at the door. In other words, here's what God was saying to Cain. Cain, I'm looking at your heart. Sin is in your heart, and it's trying to open the door to some illicit, ungodly actions. You got a bad attitude that's about to father some bad actions. He says you must rule over it. Here's basically what I hear Paul saying to you and to me. Evil always starts on the inside and then it's manifested on the outside if you allow what starts on the inside to fester and don't address it it will manifest itself in some ungodly actions on the outside look at a evil can overcome you within evil can overcome you within what do you mean within pastor evil can overcome you through negative thoughts Through anger, through bitterness, through a bad attitude, through negative feelings, through unforgiveness, evil can overcome you within. In other words, evil will shape your way of seeing things. Evil will shape your way of viewing the world. Evil will shape the way you perceive the actions of other people. Have you ever talked to somebody, hopefully not yourself, where they would say something, and they just took something all wrong, and you recognize that they took it all wrong, not necessarily because of what the person said, but because of what they brought to the encounter, or what they brought to the reading, what they brought to the interaction. And because they brought it with them, And when I say evil, please listen to me. I'm not talking about necessarily malintent. Unforgiveness can be the evil that's residing within you. Somebody ought to hear me today right now. It affects you and keeps you from seeing things like God wants you to see them, seeing them truly for what they are. And when you can't see things for what they truly are, you can't see people for who they really are. Because you're looking through the lens of your unresolved pain. And you're allowing what happened in your yesterday to shape how you see things today. But watch B. Not only can evil overcome you within, he says evil can overcome you without. In other words, it'll hit you on the inside and it'll hit you on the outside. Now you say, wait a minute, how how does evil show up on the outside? Evil shows up on the outside through revenge. Evil shows up on the outside through bad actions. So, unforgiveness on the inside will result, if I don't overcome it, in unforgiving actions on the outside. My bad attitude on the inside will become the fuel and fodder for bad actions on the outside. Paul says you've got to overcome the evil that's in your life. See, for example, when you take revenge on somebody, you have just made evil victorious. Now, it was winning when the spirit of vengeance was in your heart, but it became victorious when it moved from your heart through your head to your hands and you started acting on what you were thinking prior to your actions. Paul says you've got to make sure that you do everything that you can to overcome evil, to defeat evil within and without. Here's the second and final thing. Number two, you must recognize you can only... The only way you can overcome evil is by doing good. You must recognize that the only way you can overcome evil is by doing good. Um, Here's here's what's amazing about this uh, passage. Look Look at the B part of verse 21, the ESV translation. Uh, Do not be overcome, Paul says, by evil, but overcome evil with good. Do not be overcome by evil. Fight's going on. Don't let evil win, which means what? You can win. You don't have to let the devil win. Uh, when, when somebody says, well the devil made me do it, they chose to let the devil win. When the Lord says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, with man it might be impossible, but with God all things are possible. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Doesn't mean there won't be a weapon, that doesn't mean there won't be evil that shows up, but God says you can have the victory when you become dependent on his power and his strength and not on the ability of your flesh. He says, don't be overcome by evil. You have a choice, child of God. You have a choice. Listen to me carefully. There's somebody right now, you are holding on to a spirit of unforgiveness Because you feel your pain in your past justifies your unforgiveness in your present. And here's what you said. Forgiving people makes me weak. No, forgiving people shows that they still have control over your life. Forgiving doesn't make you weak. Forgiving makes you strong because you're taking power over your life. Unforgiveness keeps you weak because the person who has hurt you in the past, Lord have mercy, is still controlling you in your present. Unforgiveness makes you weak. It doesn't make you strong. Because no matter how long ago it was that that person did you wrong, they are still controlling you right now, and they have probably moved on with their life. They're not thinking about you anymore, and you're still thinking about what they did. You're missing present and future blessings because of what they did in the past, and you're not going to let it go. Paul says, don't let evil overcome you. Overcome evil by doing good. Paul gives the prescription for conquering evil. Paul says the prescription to conquer evil is for you to do good. That word good identifies both character and constitution. Uh, Good should be manifested in actions and attitudes that are beneficial, not just to yourself, but to others. He says you can overcome evil by being good. Look at A, be good in your character. Be good in your character. Too many people focus on what they have as opposed to who they are. You focus on acquiring and accumulating instead of on becoming. So you have more stuff, but you're not as good a person as you used to be when you had nothing. When you had nothing, you were willing to share the nothing you had. Now you have something, and now greed has showed up. And you are less like God with more stuff than you were like God when you had less. That, that good refers to who you are. He says, man, be good. Overcome evil by being good. Be Be good in your conduct. Not only be good in your character, be good in your conduct. Can I tell you something? I know of people who justify their misdeeds and their misbehavior and then hide behind the curtain of I'm a good person. You know anybody like that? Right? They'll be used to do wrong, but they'll claim that they're a good person deep down inside. And basically what I hear God saying in his word is it doesn't matter who you are deep down inside if it doesn't show up on the outside. You cannot claim to be good in terms of your character and be evil in terms of your conduct. He says good character should result and be seen and experienced by others in the form of good conduct. Do right even when no one is watching that's good conduct matched with good character do right even when you won't get recognized for it do right even when there are no cameras around do right because it's the right thing to do nobody should have to make you do right your conduct should be linked to your character which means if we see evil conduct then check your character because your character becomes the soil from which your conduct blossoms and grows you can overcome and defeat evil by working to be good in both your character and your conduct you can overcome evil you can defeat evil by working to be a blessing to all in what you do and what you say. Let me me just close by telling you this. I don't know if you've realized this or not. You have no control over how other people act or how other people treat you. The only control you have is how you respond to what they do. You can't control what people will say even if you say listen keep your mouth keep keep my name out of your mouth you can go off you can do whatever you want to do but you can't control what people say and what they do The only thing you can control is how you respond how you treat others And when you treat others the way God commands you to treat them The Bible says you will be blessed God will bless you because you will honor him in what you do and when you honor him God can honor you. Ephesians 4:26 and 27 Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Do everything that you can to resolve or dissipate the anger as soon as possible. First Thessalonians 5.15, let's read it together. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. As I close today, let me ask you a question. As you align your life with Romans chapter 12, we've been talking about being a believer every day. And as you think about your proper response to the love that God has shown for you. When you think about how you interact with other believers, when you think about how you interact with those who are not believers or who act like they are unbelievers, when you think about how you overcome the enemy that is within, how you doing? How are you doing? See, Personally, I don't know if there's anything harder to do than to live right, especially when you've been treated wrong. I don't know if there's anything harder to do than living with people, period. But but, but here's the truth. Some of us can't get along with ourselves. We're miserable when we're alone. And God says you've got to learn how to love him so that you can learn how to love others no matter who they are, and you can learn how to overcome and be victorious over the enemy within. Let's pray. God, thank you for today. I thank you for not just today's word. I thank you for your series, God. I thank you for this challenge to be the best that we can be every day in our lives Um, this is everyday Christianity God in the morning when we rise at night when we slumber and everything in between that we can love you love each other and overcome the enemy within help us God to live in a way that's pleasing in your sight so that when people watch us, when people see us, no matter where we are, no matter what we are going through, we are always living and responding in a way that is pleasing in your sight and that is glorifying to you. We love you and we ask your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Now, before we go, listen, um, if you would like to join us and worship the Lord in giving, uh, there are six ways that you can worship the Lord on the digital platform. And and I already said for for somebody who may have missed our Thanksgiving special, you want to give to our missions and outreach work specifically, uh, you can indicate that on whatever giving platform you choose. Um, I also want to encourage those of you who may not have given, you know uh, Typically we're reminded of giving when we come to church The reason I say that is because it's amazing every time we would say it's time for the offering People would act shocked and surprised like, oh my god, it's time to give, right? And for somebody, you, you haven't given all year I know I'm talking to somebody, you haven't given all year Now, not that you can't give and not that you have not meant to give It just slipped your mind, I understand that, I'm being serious you just haven't given. Um, well, we're coming to the end of the year, and I want to encourage you to be faithful in your giving. It's still not too late to help us do the kingdom work that God has called us to do here. I want to thank those of you who have responded, and I want to thank our ministry team, our ministry team leaders who have done a tremendous job of adjusting during this pandemic. Uh, we, we've shifted. Uh, And we are launching our digital church, but we're also recognizing the importance of our physical brick-and-mortar structure as well. And we're grateful and thankful to the Lord for those of you who have been coming back first Sunday, next Sunday. Lord says the same. We will have in-person worship here at the Good Hope Church, 3015 North McGregor Way. You can go online and register. Uh, We are asking you to wear masks We're asking and hoping that you have been vaccinated. uh, But we're not restricting people if they aren't vaccinated. But we are asking everyone uh, to wear masks and we're doing physical distancing here as well. If you're looking for a church home and you believe this is where God wants you to be, man, I'm so grateful to God. I can't tell you how humbled I am that there are people... Uh, every month sometimes every week who are saying yes on the digital platform and want to become part of our church family man I I take that as such a privilege and such an honor and here's what we're working to do beginning the first of the year we want to be able to give to you a specific discipleship plan and strategy for you so that wherever you are we can help you in your walk with the Lord. Help you grow in the Lord. Help you develop and become all that God wants you to be. Now, whatever curriculum, whatever course, whatever life group you join, here's what we all know. If you've been walking with Jesus any length of time, you cannot prescribe spiritual maturity to a 12-week course or a six-week course or an eight-week small group. But what we can do are two things. One, give you the tools that you need. And then secondly, give you the love that you need in order to make that journey. Give you the support that you need. And we're committed to do both of those things. All right? Listen, I hope that you are enjoying this Holy Day season as we continue moving forward. Don't forget, Jesus is the reason for the season, and we'll begin celebrating that uh, Advent season. Uh, on December 1 and I hope that you will join us throughout the journey climaxing on that Christmas day we love you man we thank God for you I hope and pray that you have been blessed and encouraged by our series being a believer every day and we're getting ready for next year and looking forward to God doing even greater things in all of us don't forget God is doing something wonderful in you God is doing something wonderful in me I'm claiming it and I see it, I feel it. It's not always pleasant, but it's always helping me to make progress so that one day I will be presented before his throne with exceeding great joy. I'm in the process of becoming. If somebody ever said to you, you know, oh man, I know that Kofi guy, man. Years ago he did, he. you know what? That's part of my testimony. I wasn't born perfect, I was born in sin. Even after knowing Jesus, I still had to learn how to walk in victory and not in defeat. I may not be where I want to be, but I wish I had a couple of people who would put in the chat, thank God I'm not what I used to be. And I'm in the process of becoming, and I'm glad that you're on the journey with us. All right? Until next time, God bless is my prayer.
1: If you're excited about what god is doing in your life come on encourage your neighbor and say god is doing something wonderful in you oh god is doing something wonderful in you god
2: is doing something wonderful in you
1: God is doing it on the inside. And it's showing up on the outside. And it's showing up, Whoa, up on the outside. Something, something awesome, awesome and incredible, incredible. that only He would get the glory. God is doing something wonderful. Incredible and awesome. God is doing something
0: wonderful. Incredible. Hey, this is just a reminder, Thanksgiving Day, great day, big day, Black Friday, even bigger day, Small Business Saturday, love that day, and Cyber Monday, although we have moved to cyber every day. But Tuesday is a special day, and I want to remind you to participate in Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday is a day that has been designated to give to nonprofits and other organizations that are a blessing to people, and there's no better place to make an investment than here on our campus, the Good Hope Church, and Hope for Families. Over the last year, this partnership has allowed us to serve over a million and a half pounds of food. Thousands of families have been blessed because of the work here. And there are new initiatives that are on the way that you can partner with us to help make a reality Our youth diversionary program project. Hope is just launching. It's getting off the ground We already have kids that are coming in and we're working with their families to help get them on the path of healing and wholeness So they can be the most productive citizens they can possibly be and then in addition to that we are just about to launch our Mobile Legal Clinic, where we'll be going into neighborhoods, not asking people to come to us, but going to people to help them in some basic legal issues that they are dealing with, whether it's wills, how to handle probate, you name it, we're going to be addressing it, helping to focus people, helping to direct people to get the help that they need. All of that and more is happening because of the work of Hope for Families and Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. So this giving Tuesday, Tuesday, November the 30th, make an investment, a special gift to Hope for Families, our 501c3, or the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church. God bless.